You're listening to Vocalo Radio. I'm Ari Mejia, community and audio storytelling producer here at Vocalo. And in addition to producing Shy Sounds Like and other stories you hear, I also teach Vocalo's free eight-week-long audio storytelling workshop that we offer to you, our listeners here, because at Vocalo, we want to represent you on our airwaves, your music, your stories, your Chicago. And so we invite you to apply with zero prior experience necessary whatsoever. You'll learn from start to finish how to interview, record, produce, and mix your very own radio story that we will then share on our airwaves with the Vocalo world. Bonnie Schultz is a sign language interpreter here in Chicago. While in school, she worked in pastry and is deeply passionate about food, equity, and laughing with her friends. The recent wave of pop culture and media attention on kitchen culture might have us thinking things are on the up, but are they? She interviews six local chefs and cooks and details a few of the things they eat along the way. Here is Bonnie Schultz with her piece on the knife's edge. This job's exhausting. I feel like being tired ate up the whole summer. Every day that I bite my tongue, I feel small. It's 2022. I just graduated college, and while I've always had jobs, now I need a real income and my own health insurance. I start working the early shift as a pastry cook the same week that I get my diploma. Every day I look around at the other people that I work with, and I realize that when you have to be here, you might as well make the most of it. I make a list of the things that I'm grateful for, and I do my best to ignore the things that I'm not grateful for. Doors closing. I wanted to know if my experience was common, so I talked with six esteemed chefs and cooks working here in Chicago to hear their thoughts. Alex Sweden lives and breathes food and has made her way into her current position over the last 15 years, and she knew exactly what I was talking about. And it's a battle of your worth. She's the executive sous chef at Longman and Eagle. And not only did I have the privilege of interviewing her, but someone who works in her kitchen, Teresa Lanza. As she put it, You definitely have to have like an attitude about yourself where you either play along with some of the or you just get left behind. That's what I saw. People made gross out-of-pocket comments, our skills and strengths were overlooked, and we were paid less for the same positions. I saw the women around me working so hard doing the same job and doing it better, and making $4 less an hour. When I asked what pay rates were based on, they couldn't give us a straight answer. And talking about this, commiserating, or directly asking for a raise got us the silent treatment. It got us written off and pushed out. So one of the first things we learn is we're replaceable. And Teresa hit on the very simple reason. It still feels very... Uh, male-dominated. Experiences can be very different person to person and from kitchen to kitchen. So if you have any say in the matter, go where you are appreciated, where you are protected. Because after a 10-hour shift on your feet, it can be near impossible to even think about changing the system that you're in. Chef and educator Lorraine Nguyen and I sat down outside all together now and talked about what it would take to change the system. That doesn't mean that the people working in the system don't want change. That doesn't mean that they, you know, femmes and especially femmes of color um, in harsh environments don't want to advocate for change. It's just having money for food on the table is more important than that sometimes. As people who love food, I feel it's important to mention 
This was recorded while we split a slice of their chest pie. It's this rich custard, somehow creamy and soft, but there's this crisp crunchiness. It's buttery, it's accented with hazelnuts. It was delicious. Okay, back to it. I'm not new to the field, but I'd been out of the industry for a while, and one of the things that surprised me the most was that while other industries have been putting so much emphasis on work-life balance and advocating for real living wages, a lot of the people that I was working amongst and for were not really interested and took pride in how much abuse they had taken and will continue to take. And this perspective is not new or rare for the industry. I just thought we would be more past it by now. We all are just sort of hitting a breaking point where we know that we deserve better. Alexis Thomas Rice and Eve Stunichka, the team behind the online-based restaurant Funeral Potatoes, talked with me in Alexis's apartment. And yes, I'm going to tell you what we ate. We enjoyed zucchini bread that Alexis baked in her home, and mamoon, which is a crumbly soft fig cookie that I bought at the store. I asked Eve how they work to keep things in perspective. We're cooking food that you're going to enjoy for a very brief amount of time, and that people in the restaurant industry, or at least in fine dining culture, have a tendency to romanticize the food as if that is the most important thing in the world. And it's not if it's not serving its purpose, which is nourishing people. And that includes everyone whose labor goes into it, from farmers to cooks to delivery people. Everyone should be taken care of in pursuit of this goal. Since the team are looking to open up a brick and mortar soon, I asked Alexis what they're thinking about as they become the people running things in a bigger way. Being a boss is a form of privilege. We're the ones making and enforcing the rules, and that's a privilege. So I think we have a huge responsibility to being a positive, productive member of the community that we're part of. So, are things getting better? I guess I I can vouch for the times changing, at least after the pandemic. Um, before it sucked. It totally sucked. It was hard. And I was definitely treated differently. But uh, now it's not so bad. And I don't know if it's me growing as a leader or the times changing, but I've gotten a lot more respect as years have gone on, you know? (laughs) Then the next question on my mind is, if it's been so hard, why do we love it? And why do we insist on doing this work? I met with Tamar Wittenberg, who works at Funeral Potatoes and Sugar Moon Bakery. We drank grapefruit pellegrinos as this backyard band drifted through the open window. And her answer about what the impact of all of this is really hit home. Yeah, I mean, I think that like the thing that we sell through both Sugar Moon and Funeral Potatoes is comfort. Um, I think at both places, I am supporting my bosses in trying to create a product that makes people, like, at the most essential form, makes people happy. She wasn't the only one to mention it. This idea was echoed in other interviews, like Alex's. I like watching people's faces when they eat my food, you know, and they're like, oh my god, this is good. And it feels good. And I'm inclined to agree. The impact of our work in food is not something tangible. I was struggling to define it when... I happened upon it. I was walking up to one of my friends, 
and said hi as I realized that they had just finished crying. I got them a tissue and after a minute offered them the first pick of the pastries that I'd brought. They chose a crisp, buttery morning bun. It's croissanto rolled in cardamom sugar. We talked and they ate, and bite by bite, this genuine smile slowly spread across their face. Sugar and cardamom hung on their lips in a way that just laughed in childlike joy, and their whole disposition changed. I could see it happening right in front of me. And that's it. At its center, that's the impact of this work. We want people to like to eat, to feel joy and comfort and experience something new to them or reminiscent of something that they've known. To close us out, I asked everyone what their hopes for us are. Lorraine put it poignantly. I love this industry so much. I wish that the foundations of the industry loved us back. Teresa reminds us we are not extraneous. I wish there was more desire to really try to get more women in because the ideas that we come up with are different. The way we want to present food is different. And Alexis has a hope I wish all bosses shared. I hope that in the future, it becomes less cool to harm yourself for your job. As for me, I just want us to be able to do the work that we love and are damn good at. This piece was produced by me, Bonnie Schultz, for the Spring 2023 Vocalo Storytelling Workshop. Thank you to everyone who spoke with me for the piece. If you want to try one of those smile-inducing morning buns for yourself, they can be found at Sweet Rabbit Bakery. Huge thank you to our workshop coordinators, Ari Mejia and Ariana Martinez. You can find this and other stories at Vocalo.org.